welcome back to the Sweet Things Podcast. I'm Katiri. And I'm Kara. And today we have a special guest with us, Jade. Jade is actually one of our bonus cousins. She will officially be part of the family in just a few months, but she has always been part of the family. And she is a big fan of the podcast. She might even be tied for first with Katiri's brother, Cole. They're like our top two. <laughs> They are our biggest fans. Yeah, Jade is marrying our cousin Ben, who is actually on our Christmas songs that we hate episode. He is in the army and has been for a very long time now. And for the past few years, both Ben and Jade have moved around a lot. So I guess as a little icebreaker, we can start there. Maybe just tell everyone who you are, a little bit of your background. And then after that, we want to kind of get into like the military and moving and all of that kind of stuff, like how it affects your career and whatnot. Awesome. Okay, so um, my name's Jade. Um, as Katiri and Karif said, I'm their, you know, bonus cousin. <laughs> um, but uh, I graduated um, from Rutgers University with a Bachelor's of Science in um, Exercise Science. Uh, that was a few years ago that I graduated my four-year degree. degree. Um, and then from that, uh, taking my classes and just kind of getting into the fitness realm, because a lot of those classes were focused on like body, mind, and um, just the application of exercise kind of put me into uh, where I started to actually enjoy working out myself. Um, before that, I kind of was one of those people. It was like, you know, I'll maybe take a class here and there with some friends, um, but it never was really like a lifestyle change for me up until my degree I started. From my degree, I started interning and doing more within the sports industry which led me into, um, you know, being around more like-minded people. Um, from that, you know, I would go take classes, classes with some of my colleagues. Um, I would go and just take classes with some of my friends because they started to realize that, you know, once you have that support of someone that actually likes going to take classes and doing physical fitness things, you know, you start to kind of lean on those people because not every day you're going to wake up and be like, to one of your best friends, like, hey, do you want to go take a cycling class? They're going to be like, no, let's go get brunch. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, so from that, it kind of spiraled into me really starting to figure out that um, health and wellness was actually a really big passion of mine. Um, from that passion, I started to uh, teach bar at um, a studio called Bar 3. Um, and from that, I taught for about three years. Uh, doing group fitness and just kind of learning, um, you know, what it actually was and what it entailed to actually be an instructor, um, to be the forefront of a class, to lead individuals through their goals, um, their triumphs, and even their weaknesses. Um, so yeah, that's kind of a little bit about me with my background. I love that. How did you know that that's what you wanted to major in, the exercise and fitness and all that stuff so it's kind of funny when I first started school I was like I'm gonna be a nurse I'm gonna you know work in a hospital I'm gonna help others and oddly enough I am helping others but through just like kind of a different avenue um, I realized that I have a lot of creativity and a lot of just like inward passion for helping others and I feel like through health and fitness through my exercise science degree um, it kind of opened more doors um, to be able to kind of see different sides of uh, the field. Awesome. And then we wanted to just ask you really quick, as far as your, you know, I know you said you like 
taught classes for a little bit. What do you specifically do now? And how does that change? Like every time you have to move different states with Ben for, you know, because he's in the army, how does that change everything that you do for work? Um, so definitely the lifestyle that, um, you know, I'm a part of, um, doesn't make it easy. Um, it makes it kind of hard to move around and to have to always kind of restart, refresh and kind of like, I guess in a way like rebrand. Um, I think though through like health and wellness, thankfully, um, it's important every single place that you go to, um, anywhere in the United States, anywhere in the world, people want to get out. They want to work out. They want to, you know, try to live a healthy lifestyle. Um, even if that's just, you know, going for their walks, um, taking a class at a studio, um, or even just kind of bettering their self, uh, mentally and emotionally. So, yeah. Awesome. Do you find it's easier to meet people being like wherever you move, like through the classes or gyms and things like that? So one thing that I would totally tell people, even if like you're not, um, oddly enough, even if you're not into like fitness um, or like you move around a lot or you want to meet people, the best place to meet people is at studios. Like, I don't care what anyone says. Anytime that I've like moved, I will go to like my cycling studio. I'll go to a yoga studio. Um, you do say like their first month of like their introductory, like pricing, which is always amazing. Yeah. Um, and then through that you go for the month and you just meet so many awesome people. Cause any studio you go to, you're going to see similar people. Um, and the second day you, like you walk in, they'll be like, Oh, Hey, like you were here yesterday. Like, what's your name? And you're just like, Oh my God, are you talking to me? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause yeah. it's so hard. I feel like as you get older to like meet people, but fitness studios and like the fitness community in general is just like so welcoming um, to the point where it really like is a good icebreaker to, you know, find your footing, create like new friendships um, and like literally call a place home. Like I know bar three uh, in Colorado Springs definitely was like that for me. Like leaving was so hard uh, just because of all the relationships that you make and I still cherish all those friendships. Like I still talk with people like right now from afar, like all the time as like, I'm still there. So mm -hmm. yeah. that's so true with like all the relationships and stuff, because when me and my mom were cycling, it was like, we became part of like this big community and stuff, you know, like you become friends with the instructors and the, the people and you just feel like you belong. I love that. And I, it's awesome that you know that you could find that wherever you go. Exactly. It's always a good feeling and it, you know, it just, it helps, you know, when you do like not know anyone and yeah. you're just like, oh, I feel like I can, you know, be a part of that new life and world that you're within. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. So on the podcast, we talk a lot about morning routines and ones that Kateri and I want to start or things that we do each day. So we were wondering, do you have a morning routine? How does that change when you move? Do you like adapt it to where you're living or does it stay the same? You know, something like that. So we all have these like fantasized morning routines. Like I'm going to wake up. I'm going to like sit on my couch with my cup of coffee with my pinky up. 
but in reality, like we're all just trying to like get by, move and groove. You know, we work, we have our pets, we have our families, we have our things. Um, so I think it's important to have a morning routine and to establish something that's for you. Um, cause I feel like throughout the day, we do so many things for others, whether that's our families and jobs. So in the morning is like the perfect setup for you to get into your right mindset and which leads to giving back and giving more to the people around you and to your work. Um, so my personal, I love my morning routine. Um, I'll wake up and I have this no phone rule for about 15 minutes. Um, within that 15 minutes of my no phone. I like to meditate for up to five to 10 minutes, really puts me back into my space, brings awareness, creates that like creative flow for me. Um, and just kind of sets me up like mentally to like maybe do those intentions, affirmations, and even like think of like the gratitudes of things that you might be grateful for into that moment and of the start of your day. Um, next, I love to literally just like make a cup of coffee and just kind of journal a little bit. Um, a lot of people I feel like are not like huge journalers, which it took me so long. Like I swear I was like, these bloggers on Instagram are like off the rockers. Like I don't even understand, <laughs> but I went on Pinterest and found like all these like little prompts that they do for like uh, monthly prompts. And I started like a few months ago and it's been such like a good creative release and like creates more energy for my day to be able to be like, you know, I didn't even like think of that or like that emotion or what's actually going on just because half the time I feel like you wake up and you're like, okay, like, what do I have to do? Like, I got to go to the store. I got to do this. I got to do that. So after journaling, um, my next favorite thing is making like breakfast because I think that also sets the tone for your day. Um, I know if I skip breakfast, I'm like, you know, out at the store, like at Trader Joe's, like picking up like God knows what, because I'm like starved. Um, or I'm at my workout class and I get halfway through and I'm like, I'm so hungry. Like, where can I stop after this to go get something? Um, so I think it just kind of calibrates your day to start on the right foot, especially if um, you're seeking like that healthy, fun lifestyle that, you know, encompasses your mind and body. I think that's such a good way to put it. Like it's, it's your time to like take care of you and like get yourself in the mic in the right mindset to like do whatever you have to do for other people for the rest of the day. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that, that too. That's so much easier to like digest a morning routine for me. <laughs> a lot of people are just like, you know, you have to do this, 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 and that, you know, like, I don't know. Do like well, yeah. things like you so simple you like that you wake up and it's almost like some days you feel like it's like a tornado running through your house. Like I got to grab this bag. I got to do this. Let me grab this paper. And then you get out and like, say you get to work and you're like, I like, A, I'm already hectic. B, my energy is now transpiring to those around me, which is probably hectic. And they're probably like, what is like literally wrong with you? Um, <laughs> and you know what I mean? Like calm, cool, collected. And like, obviously it's, it's attainable, but it definitely takes a lot of practice yeah. um, and putting yourself forward to start that. Mm -hmm. There's some days I get to work and I'm like, I don't even know if I looked in the mirror this morning. Like I got ready, but like, I don't even know if I, you know what I mean? Like I, I do need to like slow down. My mornings need to slow down. And like, if I think of it like that, just because I think 
when I think I'm getting up, I think I'm getting up and I'm going to work, you know, like you said, you're going to have to grab things, go here and there. But if you really think about it, like I'm going to wake up and it's going to be a calm morning, then I'm going to go to work and go to the store. That's so much nicer yeah. to think of it that way. You know, I love that. Yeah. yeah even, if it's like, even if it's like five or 10 minutes, just like, you know, set that time aside for you because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we all need that me time. Um, you talked about meditation. I want to get into a little bit of that. So what exactly do you do? I feel like even a lot of people, and even me, I'm not even really sure how to even start that, how to go about that. I feel like I've heard people say there's podcasts that like you can meditate to, or do you do it in silence? Like, how do you go about that? So I was introduced to meditating, um, during one of my classes back at Rutgers, Um, It was my exercise uh, psychology class that I had taken. And the first day I remember I sat in like the auditorium of like 150 people. And um, the last like 10 minutes of class, the instructor was like, okay, everyone put down everything, close your eyes and just put your palms like just right on the top of your thighs. And I was sitting there and like everyone around me was like, what, what is this like wackadoo talking about? Like, are you kidding me? Like, what are we doing? And she like spoke us through a meditation track. And I remember like leaving and I was like, that's like kind of cool. Like kind of weird, you know, like, hmm. But like, I kind of like this. And then twice a week uh, for like the 12 weeks that we were there, uh, we meditated the last like 10 minutes of class. And from then, I just kind of kept my practice alive. Um, Meditation, I feel like has like the misconception of like, let me sit outside on the pavement with my palms lifted up, looking up to the sky. And let me just like sit there like a statue and just breathe. But I feel like meditation is a lot more to that. Um, There's a lot of actually like resources that you can use. Um, I use Headspace. It's an app that's easily uh, downloadable that you can do. Um, And also like Peloton has like a huge library of meditations. And you could also Google like free meditations and like a billion pop up because they're so popular and like people just wanna spread that joy out to people um, and, you know, create that mindfulness. But meditation for me is like, you know, I wake up, like I said, five to 10 minutes um, and you could choose how long you want to do it for. You could do a two minute, you could do a five minute, 10 minute, whatever you want to do. And you just kind of like, you could either sit down or lie down Um, in the mornings. I love to sit up just because that creates like the posture for the day. um, And it really like opens up the airflow Um, at night. If I do a sleep meditation, I'll lay down. Um, to get comfortable because generally I actually like pass out and fall asleep like when I'm doing it Um, but the premise is just to like create that focus um, increase your like creative flow and just really like calm your mind Um, with that it's like breathing techniques um, so really just like attuning to like your inhales and exhales and thankfully you have someone that guides you along um, that is pretty much there, like calmly telling you what to do. And, um, you're just sitting there and just calm. Like, I know after I finish meditating, I feel like my shoulders, like they'll start up and then they just slowly just like relax back down. And it just creates that like calm energy that I need to just go along with my day. I love that. And I want to meditate now, like tonight, that's it. Like I'm going to (laughs) meditate tomorrow morning. 
that sounds so just calming I feel like I need that a lot like my mind just needs to like calm down sometimes you know and I never know how to do that I've been like reading to try to do that but I feel like meditating might be even better just to like let everything go yeah like you know you know when like you're in like a really like stressful situation like say like you're at work and like something like just crazy happens like your heart starts racing and like you start getting like anxious and stressed like I'll literally take like a minute and just take like inhales and exhales during something stressful and it just like through those inhales exhales just like relieves my body brings me back down and I'm like okay like how how can I fix this what needs to be done like plan of action instead of being like all crazy being like what the heck like I'm so pissed off you know my yeah. life's ending you know in reality it's not but yeah yeah sometimes it really does feel like that <laughs> I need to take that advice and, and run with it <laughs> <laughs> when you're at work or someone cuts you a line and you're just like oh but then you're just like okay hold on let me just take a deep breath and I feel like meditation it really helps you to like attune to um, your inhales and exhales. So even if you're not meditating, just from like training yourself, like through the meditation, it like just helps you in those like weird little, little like mini situations to like get by. I like that a lot. Me too. So do you have any tips for when you're not feeling motivated to work out? Or tips for beginners too, because yeah. me and Kara, we wanted to have you on because first of all, we love you, but you're like mm -hmm. a fitness and health queen. Like <laughs> we're like, we're not qualified to give this advice, but you know who yeah. is Jade, and it's like the new Jade. year. And if anyone, if anyone's going to give us this advice, we trust you. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, what would you recommend for a beginner? Would you recommend like a group class uh, at home? You know, you know, <laughs> so my favorite motto is you have to get uncomfortable to get comfortable. And it's like anything, like you're going to feel uncomfortable if you go to a personal training, like your first personal training session, you're going to feel uncomfortable walking into that cycling studio. Like, I don't know about you and your mom, uh, Kateri, but like, how did you feel when you first walked into like cycling for the first time? We like, were literally clueless, had no idea. Like, are people going to think we look stupid? We don't even know how to like put these shoes on. Like we were so out of our comfort zone. It's not even funny. Exactly. And it's like, I feel like anything you do, like even me, like, you know, I've pretty much probably done every format of like class, um, physical activity that you can like think of. And I still, if I go to a new studio or if I try something new, I have that like inner, just like, are they going to welcome me? Like, can I do this? Like, oh my God, they're going to think like that I, I, I'm not prepared or something like that. And I think for a beginner, it's just like, just get uncomfortable, just go. Like, we're so judged, like we're so judgmental like of ourselves and we hold so many like self-limiting beliefs. Like, I can't do that. Um, no, I, you know, I can't go to this class. Like, yes, you can, you can do that. Mm -hmm. Like you're capable, you're worthy of that. And you're able to, like, you can do whatever you set your mind to. So for someone that's beginning, like, wake up in the morning and just be like, I'm going to go do this and go like spread your wings, fly, do your thing because you becoming uncomfortable and then gaining that confidence to go, you're going to go and you're going to be like, 
why did I wait like two months to even like try this? Like Mm -hmm. I was such a Bobo, like, I don't even understand. So just do it, like do it, like find a friend and just go do it. Like I know my one friend, she was feeling really unmotivated and she was like, I used to go to this boxing studio, but I'm embarrassed to go back because I think that they're all going to like kind of, you know, be like, oh, where have you been? So she's like, would you come with me? And of course I was like, um, okay, A, that's really intimidating. Go to like an actual boxing gym. Like, mm-hmm. holy crap. Like what in the actual hell am I getting into? Yeah. And B, like, they're going to be like, who is this person? And I went with her to be a supportive friend and to keep her accountable And it was so like uncomfortable at first when I walked in, I was like, holy shit, there's like jump ropes and bags. And like, they just invited us to do like a jujitsu class. Like, and we said yes. And I'm like, I don't even like know what a jujitsu is. But after like the five minutes, like I felt like I was a part of like the crew of people that was like working out and warm up. And like, we were there and I was like, holy crap, like, I want to come back. Like, this is so fun, like, doing all these drills, you know what I mean? Yeah. So when in doubt, find a buddy and go, because you won't regret it. That is so true. Like, literally, I can't even tell you how uncomfortable my mom and I felt when we went cycling. I didn't even want to go back the second time, but my mom was like, no, I really liked, I, I didn't like it the first time. I was like, no, like, but I, I was trying to be, like, there for my mom at first. I was like, okay, you know, I'm her buddies. So like, I'm going to keep going with her. And after like a week of getting comfortable and getting into the groove, I became like so confident because I was like, not only can I do this, but I'm doing this really well. And like, I felt like I could do anything. I was like, I didn't think I could even like ride a, no, I could ride a bike, but like, you know what I mean? I didn't think I could ride a bike like 14 miles, like at certain rhythms and whatever. And I just felt the confidence I gained when we were cycling for those few months was like, so crazy I felt like I could do literally anything I wanted to so crazy I know and it's like it's like unimaginable when you like look back at it you're like well why didn't we start this like sooner yeah but in due time you know like you kept each other accountable you both went and like a support system is like the best thing too if you like want to get started like you know like I said you have friends like that you'll be like hey do you want to go to yoga and they'll be like "Mm, no I'm gonna sleep in but then you have another person that you're friends with that they might want to do the same thing. So like ask your girlfriends like on a day date to like yoga or to a cycling class, you know, mm-hmm. what are they going to say? No, like, oh, well, like, yeah, we'll brunch next weekend then whatever. That's awesome. What kind of class would you recommend for someone who hasn't tried any classes before? Or your favorite oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I don't know. I feel like it's so specific to like, like what the person would want to do. Cause I feel like every workout class is so different. Like what I tell someone like for their first time going somewhere to like go to CrossFit, probably not. Um, but hell, if you want to like freaking go for it, like go do the dang thing, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but for me, like, I would say just go to like a, like a reputable studio that's like around you. So whether that be like a bar studio, a yoga studio, um, cycling, um, like we are having a, like a meetup up in West Palm beach, a few of like these girls that I'm friends with, um, through like a fitness community. And one of the girls in the group chat was like, 
hey, I've never taken a cycling class before. Like, I'm kind of nervous about it. Like, what, where should I, like, where should I book when I go to the class, you know? And, you know, you could easily be like, hey, like, don't do the front row or like go to the back row or like maybe go to the side where they might not see you. But like, do what feels comfortable to you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like you said, the first time you get on a bike, who knows how to clip in, who knows how to do this. But thankfully the instructor that's there is super, super knowledgeable. Um, my favorite thing when I do go to a new class is to introduce myself as soon as I walk in um, and just tell them I've never been to the studio. Um, if you say you go to a cycling class, and you've never cycled, like right off the bat, like, Hey, my name's Jade. Um, you know, I've never done this before. I don't even know what to do with these shoes. Like, what is this clip on the bottom? Like, am I going to fall off? And they will come over they will support you and they will guide you to exactly what you need to do um, to feel comfortable. So, yeah. I love that. What is like your personal favorite? I know you're like a big Peloton girl. Is that your favorite kind of exercise or workout or do you have a personal favorite? So when we moved, um, we had a really good like time at a, a cycling studio in Colorado Springs. It's called psychology. And when we moved, we were like, damn, like, where are we going to cycle when we get there? And during COVID, uh, the studio actually like let us rent out the cycling bikes at our house. Mm. So we rented one and we were like, we love having this cycle bike in our bedroom. So when we moved, we were like, okay, A, we don't know if we're going to find a studio that's going to be like the community that we were at. And we loved having it. So we're like, let's get a Peloton. So I would say I'm more dominant on Pelotoning right now, like my cycling bike and the classes on the Peloton. Um, but I literally love bar classes. They're so good. They're low impact. Um, they like lengthen all of your muscles, create flexibility. They strengthen everything, increase your posture, which is amazing um, to stand up straight and just like have that awesome, like shoulders roll back, queen vibe, you know? What is bar? Is that like yoga type thing? So um, there's a lot of different types and like formats of bar that you can go to depending on like studios. Um, but generally bars like, uh, like yoga, Pilates and like strength training, like mixed, um, with like a little splash of like cardiovascular, like, you know, kind of training. Um, a lot of classes, they use like resistance bands, core balls, um, light handheld weights. Uh, they have a lot of like high repetitions. So you really like fatigue the muscle and then like flush it back out. So like, you'll hear like, um, like at bar classes, like of like the shake. So that's you like holding those like postures and like, you know, creating that quiver of the muscle. And then that in like its own self elongates and strengthens. And then you flush it out, get rid of that lactic acid and like you're on to your next posture or thing that you're doing. So it's actually cool. Cause you get like your full body worked out, which I'm like, your core is always working. Like your glutes are going to be like smashed. Like they're going to be so freaking on fleek. And then your biceps, triceps, like hitting it too. So you get a lot out of bar. I feel like Mm -hmm. bar is like one of those like workouts. People are like, I don't know. They, a lot of time people are like, well, what's bar? Like no one like knows what bar is. So I feel like bar needs, it's like time to shine, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. Cause we were cycling for a little bit and we stopped, we stopped because I've just, after doing it like five times a week and working like 12 hour days, like going right after to work, I was so tired. And I told myself like, 
I need to, I want to start taking a different class. That's like very low impact. Like I want to maybe do like yoga or something, but I don't, I'm not very familiar with a lot of different kinds of workouts really honestly, like besides cycling, because that's all I've ever done. And so I was like, I want to do something like low impact that can like relax my body, but still work it out. So I think I might try that because that sounds like almost exactly what I was looking for. Mm -hmm. You definitely should. I feel like it's a good mix between like everything. Like if you're definitely looking for something low impact, um, definitely a really, really, really good option. I tried some like bar classes, like through an app at the beginning of the pandemic. And I really liked how it was kind of like similar to dance in a way. Cause I danced for a while. So I liked mm -hmm. that part of it, but I've recently I've been looking into, cause we don't really have a lot of like, we don't have like a specific like cycle place by me or a bar place, like really anything like that. It's just like gyms that have classes, but I've been looking at orange theory. What do you, what do you think of that? <laughs> orange theory is awesome. Um, that's a lot of like hit training and strength training. So like, you'll be on like your treadmill, your rowers, um, and you do like circuits throughout the whole time. Like orange there is intense, like, but a really, really, really good intense. Like I've taken a few classes and after the class, I'm like, how did I make it through? Like, <laughs> where am I? <laughs> so I think that's a really good option. You should. Mm -hmm. And like, you don't have to run on like the treadmill at like eight or 12, like literally any class that you go to it's all about you. It's not like running faster than the person next to you, which like, you know, we all have like that, like moment where we're like, yeah, we're going real much quicker than the next person. But like when you're at a class, it's about you. Like you do your own modifications, you do your own thing. Um, say like you can't do a specific thing that instructor's going to have that modification. Like, say you can't get into like a plank on the floor because your wrists are like weak or you have something going on. Um, the instructor like has something for you to do besides that. Like mm -hmm. there's always something to do that is going to be right for your body. And I think like, especially if you're trying out new classes and stuff, like you should try variety because you're going to find eventually that sweet spot of like what you like and what you don't like. I That's think awesome. I'm definitely going to try it. <laughs> yeah. This whole episode and talking through everything is making me like it's inspiring me. I'm like, I want to yeah. try everything now. <laughs> I feel so I, motivated. You know, I hope my mom listens and is like, okay, let's try. Like, you know, I hope she's like, let's try all these different classes. We <laughs> do them all together. Well, you know what? My favorite thing, like, especially if I move into a new area or like if I'm trying, if I want to try like a bunch of things out, um, there's an app called Class Pass. And essentially like you get these credits through it and it's for different studios all throughout your area. So it's like cycling, yoga, like boxing gyms, bar classes, like anything that any like studio that participates is a part of it. So like you can book classes for like, say two credits and in like the month you maybe have like 35 credits. So like you don't have to go every day. You're not like committed to a full membership but you're able to kind of like try out things around you then to find like that space that's going to be good for you and work out that you love. Yeah. That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. Now we're going to get into some funner, lighter stuff. We want to get some of your favorite healthy snacks or meals, anything like that. 
Ooh, okay. So I'm like literally a person of simplicity when it comes to eating, because I feel like the more crazy you make things, like the harder it is to like keep it sustainable. So like I love hummus and like cucumbers or like some sort of vegetable. And like, you know, when you go to the store into the hummus section, there's like a bajillion hummuses. So you're bound to find something that you love, um, including like chocolate and cookie dough hummus. If that's like up your alley, you know, <laughs> wink, wink, you can make it fun. Um, next, I love a protein shake. Because um, again, it's easy. It's simple. Like, you buy the stuff for the week and then you can kind of put like, if you want mangoes in it, blueberries, your chia, your flax, stuff like that. Um, next, I would say I love a good protein baked good. And you don't even have to buy them. It's so easy to make at home. if like you go on Pinterest or like a website. Um, but my favorite is these chocolate beet cacao um, donuts that I make in my donut pan at home. Ooh. And it's been approved um, by Ben. I gave him to him the one time and he had no idea there were beets in them. So I'm like, this would be really good for like picky eaters or like kids to get like the vegetable in, you know? Uh-huh. Um, yeah, you guys got to do that. It's so good. That sounds good. You'll have to send us the recipe. Yeah. Oh my God, I will. I will. I'll put that on my list of things to do. Um, and then I love like a good dairy-free or like a regular yogurt and like topping it with like some honey, some chia seeds and stuff like that. Especially if like you're on the go, like a lot of these things that I love to eat, it's like easy to pack, easy to like store and like they don't go bad. You can do like four or five days worth of stuff in your fridge and then just like take as you go. Yes. Yeah. What are some of your favorite Trader Joe's items because oh my god we're all big fans I'm like I don't even I can't I don't even know if I could even go down a list of like my top five (laughs) like it's more like a top like 80 oh my god um hmm let me see is there anything anything that we have there all the time like not like maybe a drink like um dessert or like a snack like something like oh yeah like, you can do like, like a category like one, one chip <laughs> maybe yeah. like one chip one drink one i don't know oh, good i don't know i'm like do you have more like thinking about picking a favorite <laughs> <laughs> okay if you had to recommend one right now like no thinking about it what would be the first thing besides your sweet thing <laughs> oh my god that was on the tip of my tongue I was gonna blurt it out so bad because that needs to be in everyone's freaking closet in February <laughs> I swear um every time I go to Trader Joe's I buy hummus and like the healthy snack that I love they have like a bajillion dips and hummuses it's like mind-boggling like I remember the first time I walked in I was like oh my god like how do I even pick <laughs> And like, I'm like, do I want the jalapeno one? Do I want the tzatziki? Like there's this pesto, holy crap. Like, wait, how do they have the chocolate hummus? And what is this pumpkin goat cheese and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I, I'm like, oh, it's like a kid in a candy shop. Um, but I love their hummus and I literally cannot leave the store. Um, they have this like frozen meal that's like cauliflower and like butternut squash and tofu. It is, it's in a little blue, like light blue box. If you see it, grab it. It has like chickpeas and tahini. Holy crap. It is like the best like lunch on the fly you can ever get. 
Mm-hmm. We'll have to keep I'm up. like, I, I swear, like, I think I'm gonna eat one after I get off this call because like, <laughs> I need it in my life. I just got back and got four lemonades. So <laughs> I got yes! more than that, but I did have to get my lemonade for the week. <laughs> <laughs> Only four, not one for every day. That's weird. I know. We went through three <laughs> in six days this past week. So I had to get another one. We'll see how that goes. Um, <laughs> you're like, hey, um, Trader Joe, can you like sell me cases of those? <laughs> and I was, I, I think I sent the video to Ben. I didn't send it to you, but I was, there's a lady that worked there by the lemonade stuff. And I was like, sorry, like I'm obs- I'm addicted to your lemonade. And she was like, oh my God, me too. But have you tried mixing tea with it and making an Arnold Palmer? And I was like, no. And I don't even like tea, but I had to get it because I was like, I feel like I would trust one of those employees with my life. Like I just had to get it. So I'm mm-hmm. like, maybe I need to try an Arnold Palmer now, but I have the tea because I bought Just it any tea? Or was it like a specific one? Um, I'll have to, I'll have to get it for you. She said like just a regular black tea that was in the jug but I think mm-hmm. I might have gotten a different one but I guess I have to try it now you do yeah <laughs> that's like so accurate though like trusting them with your life like mm-hmm. I swear I have like some of the best conversations with the Trader Joe's workers <laughs> like sometimes I'm like I feel like they're my therapist <laughs> this is weird like why am I letting them guide my whole week right now <laughs> <laughs> I went in one time and I was like walking around looking for all the stuff and when I get to the register, I realized that I dropped my card. So I was freaking out. I was like looking around and everything. So I went up to the guy at the register and I was like, I'm sorry, I lost, like I dropped my card. I don't know what happened to it. And the guy was like, oh, this lady, like another worker, she's like, just found one. She brought it over to the desk and I went over there and they're like, oh yeah, here it is, whatever. And I was like, thank God. <laughs> like that lady must have immediately picked it up. So they came and clutched the employees that time. I was like, they're just like, they're so supportive. The employees there, mm-hmm. like I like literally, I don't even know how they like are just always around you. They're like, how's your day? Oh, have you tried this? And I'm like, no, I didn't try that. But like, I'll take one to the basket, please. You mm-hmm. know, oh my, God. my coworker, Dennis used to, he worked there for eight years and he's always telling me recommendations. And he was like, if you ever need a recommendation, ask the people at the, at the registers. He said, I think I overheard him telling someone else, but I think he said they have like a script and they're like supposed to tell you like what to pair with what. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, that just sounds great. Like next time I need to be like, what should I put on this piece of bread? They're going to tell me something (laughs) and I know it's going to be good, you know? So Mm -hmm. he said, Uh, always ask people because they know. And I believe him. That's why I had to get the tea. (laughs) Well, and, and now he works like with you. So like he does the same level of care at your job. Exactly. The amazing sir oh gosh good thing for Dennis I need to meet him he's the best thing oh, you know Kateria all your workers need to be recruited from Trader Joe's Trader Joe's can you imagine <laughs> that would be amazing I'll tell Dennis everyone you know send them here you guys need to get Hawaiian shirts now Amici yeah. Hawaiian shirts <laughs> that would be amazing <laughs> that'd be epic oh my god Okay, and then before we get into our sweet thing of the week, we wanted to talk to you a little bit about wedding planning and what it's been like planning a wedding in a completely different state from where you're getting married and just like everything about wedding planning. We're so excited for the wedding. We are. (laughs) Yay, I know. So it's like literally right around the corner, which is like so crazy Mm -hmm. to think about, like postponing because of COVID and like it's finally here. It's like Mm -hmm. 
wow, this like, it's been like the long haul for this, like planning, you know? So I'm super excited. And I'm so excited you guys will be there. Yay. We cannot (laughs) wait. I feel like once a week we text each other and we're like, we're so excited for Ben and Jade's wedding. (laughs) We're so excited. What has been like the best part of planning a wedding? I just feel like it's probably so much fun, but also probably a little stressful. So yeah, definitely very stressful planning a wedding. Um, but I think my favorite part is just like, like planning it with Ben. Cause like Ben has a lot of like ideas. Like he's one of those, like, he's like one of those proactive, like wedding planner, like, you know, guys that like wants to be involved. So he'll be like, what do you think about a cigar roller? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. Do you want people outside all night or do you want them like inside? Cause the cigar takes like an hour. So like, I'm like the logistic thinker. Yeah. And then like, he's like, what about this? And I'm like, I just love your ideas. And I love that you want to like <laughs> do this, like help and plan too, you know? That's awesome. I feel like knowing, knowing our cousin Ben, it's not just going to be an ordinary wedding. I just know there's going to be, I know it's going to be epic. Mm-hmm. He's definitely going to have, like, the song Shout play probably, like, eight times, which I'm, like, oh, no. like we need to limit that to, like, two, because, like, there's only so many times you'll be able to get on the floor and, like, roll around. <laughs> can never forget that at every wedding. Classic. No, I know. It's so classic. <laughs> Was it hard to plan stuff while living, well, not living in the state where the wedding's happening, or was it really not that? big of a problem so like planning far away I know like has its challenges um but due to like COVID we had so much like time to Mm. do things um and a lot of like like things like pivoted to like uh zoom calls and different things um Mm. including like you know like fitness classes everything that's just kind of like people work from home now like everything's more like digitalized like online um so in that aspect it wasn't really like hard to do I feel like I'm also like a very like laid back like bride like slash planner to the point where like I'm not going to stress myself out over like anything like I just kind of go with the flow so I think it's like as stressful as you make it yeah you know yeah yeah I love that it's gonna be so fun I know I just know we're gonna have the best time like Kara said we literally talk about it all the time I know I'm like how is it like a, like it's like less than three months away like mm-hmm. so insane and yet so much to do so I'm like <laughs> almost to the finish line <laughs> perfect um I guess Kara did you have anything else besides um, I think that's it but when the wedding happens you can check our Instagram because we will be posting about it. <laughs> I'm sure we will. Yay! Yes, we definitely will. So I guess we should just get into our sweet thing of the week. Jade, do you want to go first with your sweet thing? Okay, so I had to like think long and hard. Just kidding. It took me like 0.2 seconds. <laughs> um, my, <laughs> my sweet thing of the week is going to be the Trader Joe's XOXO gummies. They are the 
perfect gummy that you'll ever get your hands on. Like run to the store. Like if you, there's only like two bags left, buy both bags, be that person <laughs> because it's not going to be there next time you go. Get the gummies. They're so good. I took a picture and sent it to you like right when I got them. I hadn't even tried them yet. And you were like, oh my God. So they're Jade recommended, Kateri approved, Jade sweet thing. Kara, do you, have you had them yet? I haven't. I need to get them. You need to get them. They're so good. Run to the store and get them. <laughs> they're only here for like literally Valentine's Day. And like, it's like they're a seasonal product and it's so seasonal. Like I had them last year and bought like a bag. And then like, I went back cause we loved them and they didn't have them anymore. And the guy was like, well, just have to wait till next year. And I was just like, oh, a year, what do you mean a year? So go get them Kara. please run to the store. I might have to go today. <laughs> do it. All right, Kara, what is your sweet thing this week? My sweet thing this week is cheesecake. I tried it for the first time not that long ago. And ever since I've been obsessed with it. <laughs> It's so good. Um, so yeah, just cheesecake. Kara got so much heat on about this on the Instagram. She posted about like, it was my first time having cheesecake and she's like 25. She got a lot of heat for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what kind of cheesecake did you have? Like regular or like a cheesecake factory, like fun bedazzled one? No, just regular cheesecake. Plain. You know what's funny? Is that Kara, I feel like you go to the cheesecake factory every year for your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> never had I love the cheesecake bag I've never ate the cheesecake yeah <laughs> so now I have to go back and try the cheesecake <laughs> iconic <laughs> okay for the third week in a row I also have a Trader Joe's sweet thing <laughs> I, I have to it's just too good but it's the Trader mm-hmm. Joe's hold the cone the little ice cream the little <sighs> ice cream things I got the vanilla one so it's the vanilla ice cream dipped in chocolate and the chocolate's hard on the outside. And it's like a mini cone. They're so mini and small. It's like, so the ice cream sandwiches I recommended a couple weeks ago, they're, they're pretty big. They're not small. It's like, I almost need to share it with someone every time I have one, but these mm-hmm. cones are so small. It's like the perfect snack. Like, it's just like, you don't have to share it with anyone. You won't share it with anyone because it's too small, but like, <laughs> it's just the perfect refreshing snack. I have so to try those I, too. I low-key love those. So yes. Yes. They are the also, best. Trader Joe's has a cheesecake that I bought, but I haven't tried it yet. So I'm hoping <laughs> it holds up to the hype because I heard good things about it. Oh my God. Trader Joe's pumpkin cheesecake around like Thanksgiving. Holy moly on a stick. Mm. You have like your word cut out for you, Kara, for like yeah. cheesecake. Like, go to Cheesecake Factory, open up the, like, Cheesecake Factory Bible, and you're literally going to have, like, eight pages of, like, all the cheesecakes. Yeah, that changes the game for your entire life. It does. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Like, I just discovered Trader Joe's. Kara just discovered Cheesecake. Like, we're in for it now. (laughs) You guys are, like, living it up, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Living our best lives. (laughs) All right. Well, I guess that is going to be it for this week's episode. Thank you so much, Jade, for coming on the podcast. I had so much fun. I learned a lot, honestly. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. I think we both feel motivated. Inspired. inspired. (laughs) Well, thank you for having me. And if you need an accountability buddy, hit me up. Yes. (laughs) 
Uh, make sure you are subscribed to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or anywhere else that podcasts are heard. And leave us a review that we'll read on our next episode. And also make sure to follow us on Instagram at Sweet Thangs Podcast. We'll catch you next week right here on the Sweet Thangs Podcast. I'm Caro. I'm Katiri. And I'm Jade. And have the sweetest day. Thank you.